your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. That's Alex Ferrario. He's Tanner Hendricks, and I'm Brandon Kylie. We are broadcasting live from the ENB Granite Studio at the Centene Community Ice Center. And right now, we are happy to go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line to be joined by our friend, former NHL goalie and now NHL analyst for the Daily Faceoff, Mike McKenna. Mike, we appreciate the time as always, my man. How you doing today? You know, I'm pretty good. I've already been on the ice, skated at Kirkwood this morning with... Uh, the Friday morning crew, like always at seven o'clock. I've been out there for a couple of weeks though because I had to go to Las Vegas, Nevada, and work the All Star. Can you believe that? I had to work in Las Vegas. Unbelievable. So it was nice to be back on fresh ice and and playing with friends again and get back and doing what I love. You How know, you guys doing t- today? It's a tough job, Mike, but somebody's got to do it. I'm curious. Did you get to take the boats out to the middle of the Bellagio Fountain uh, <laughs> and, and take any wrist shots like we saw at the All-Star festivities? I, I think they would have made me swim. I don't think they would have given me a boat. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like, I saw I saw Brady Kachuk there at one point, and uh, he was he was doing something fun at uh, one of the casinos, which players were allowed to do over the weekend, and... <sighs> Pit boss kept me out of there. I didn't have the cake to walk in. Can you believe that? They Mike's said, no. like, I played in the NHL. What is this? That's right. They said, you can't go in there. I'm like, okay, I'll see you later. So it was very typical Vegas, very typical Mike. Just keep me out of the loop. I'm just, you know, just a pigeon over here. So, But it was a fun trip, man. There was just, a lot of cool things going on. dip your head and walk away, Mike. That's all you can do, right? <laughs> That's what I did. <laughs> so speaking of dipping your head and walking away, that's pretty much what the blues did last night. Brutal Mike. transition. Mm. And mm. it did not go well for anybody. Really. I want to focus with you though on Jordan Bennington. And I understand this is not exclusively a Jordan Bennington problem. They also need to play much better in front of him. That is, there's no doubt about it. I want to put that on the front end. So that way we can now focus on the Jordan Bennington part of this conversation, Mike. What's going on? What, what have you seen that went wrong last night? And is it a continuation in your mind of what we have seen go wrong for him for about the last two months now? Yeah. And especially over the last month or so. And, you know, it just pains me to have to do analysis like this because, man, I really like this guy. And I think he's a, a really, really talented and good goaltender, but you can just see he's, he's struggling within his own game right now. And, a lot of these goals in the game, you just walk, look at him and you go like, how can you give up that many odd man rushes? How can it be another three on two? And, you know, well, the goalie doesn't have much chance, but then, here's the thing. Like 
he's not making the extra save anymore that he used to. And he's facing a terribly difficult load in front of him. And when things aren't going right, that can spiral. And that's what I see. I mean, I watch, you know, VC's goal last night, the fifth goal that the Devils scored, the backhander from the dot. It's actually a tough sit. It's a tough shot. Okay. It's hard to read that, but that was the backbreaker for the blues. It was a backbreaker for Bennington. Cause up to that point, you could, you could toss the other ones out the window for whatever reason, defensive structure, it, the devil's coming through the neutral zone so fast, a broken down play. That wasn't the case on VCs. You know, it was just a backhander from the dot. And I, I look at him and especially against these rush chances that the blues are giving up, like, he doesn't have much backward flow or edge release, and it's giving him a hard time moving laterally, and it's locking him up a little bit. And I'm not sure if that's symptomatic of just this season, or maybe I didn't pay enough attention in years past about his game. But I think that's a little transition or a little difference that could help him if he could just incorporate a little bit of that backward flow with these rush chances, because I don't see the Blues stop and giving him up, and especially last night where the Blues looked like their feet were in quicksand for – I mean, to me, at least the first half of the game. It looked like they were still at the Kansas State Chiefs game. So <laughs> um, I, th- I think they should have been real happy to to be in that game and leading 3-2 to two at one point going into the third period. Mike, we, we hear people talk about goaltending and, and, their con- and their confidence a lot. And for Bennington, it seems like they, they discuss something like that. How do you repair that if you go through a rut? If you're Jordan Bennington and you've lost confidence, how do you repair that? Well, this was the game that you were hoping you would because you're playing against the Devils, who they're not a very good team, but they are, they're dynamic and they can skate. So if you can contain them, if you can control them through the neutral zone, you should have no problem with the Devils. Well, his teammates didn't do that. The Blues were not diligent about containing the New Jersey Devils in the neutral zone and when they were coming down ice in transition. And so it's two-part there. You know, you, you put Bennington in the first game back from the break, and you're hoping that, hey, this game goes really well, and he can ride it from here because he's just had a long break. You know, a chance to just clear your mind, not think about hockey, do something else. Uh, this game didn't go how you'd want it to. So now you're kind of back to square one. You go back to your fundamentals. You just keep hammering home your, your basic technique when you're in practice, and, and you also try not to overdo it. You know, you, you really have to walk that line. And this is something Dave Alexander, the goalie coach of the Blues, does so well. You walk that line between implementing technical advice, mental advice, and not overdoing it. Because push comes to shove, Jordan Bennington's still one of the top goalies in the world. He knows what to do. He's just got to find his way again. We're talking to Mike McKenna, former NHL goalie, now NHL analyst for the Daily Faceoff. He's joining us here on BK and Ferrario. Uh, Mike, one thing, and I am uh, admittedly a far from an expert on these things. I'm a novice. I, I, I just, I'm watching these games as a fan, basically. So I want to come to you for expertise on this. When I was watching Jordan Biddington on a couple of those goals against last night, especially on the rush opportunities against, it looked to me, and again, this is the untrained eye, as if he's almost over committing one way and it's, it's resulting in him not being able to get back to the other side of the net. Have you mm-hmm. seen that from him, or is that something that I'm making up in my own mind? You're not making it up, and you actually, you're, you're tying directly into what I was saying earlier about lacking that little bit of backward flow or edge release. And this on a, let's say this is a two-on-one rush. The goaltender typically in the old days always had the shot. Well, that's not good enough in today's game anymore. The defenseman can't just take the pass and let the goalie have the shooter because then you end up with a breakaway. 
And then you also end up with NHL players today who can sauce pucks through a D's feet 10 feet away in stride. You have to be ready for everything. And that's where I'm seeing the problem. You know, Sharangovich's goal early in the period, his feet are set. He's out. He's ready for that, for the, for the play from Heischer. And then the pass goes across, and he can't cover the distance laterally because he doesn't have the momentum to get it going, or he's a little bit too far out. It's, there's two ways to clear this up. Either you play a little bit deeper initially off the rush and give up more space on the front side, on the shot itself, or you allow yourself to have that little bit of flow so you can get the momentum going side to side if necessary. And neither of those are happening right now. So to me, it almost appears like he's like Bennington's being overconfident on that original shot on what should be the shot. And then when it gets passed, there's not the compensation for it. So that may be something that can be discussed amongst the defensive core with Bennington, with the goaltenders to see what they like to do. But again, this is just my eye as a goalie and a former goalie. Like I see ways for him to be able to get out of this, but it's going to take some repetition and it's going to take a little bit of look at his game itself and video to see those little details on how we can, how we can effectively move laterally better on those chances. Is it possible, Mike, that he's almost getting caught in between on some of those situations? Because it, again, doing psychoanalysis now, a Monday morning quarterbacking it, it, it almost sure. feels to me, if I put myself in Jordan Bennington's shoes, where I'm like, hey, I, I was in the exact right spot there, and then it got me. And then I'm trying to overcommit the next one, that got me. And now I'm kind of stuck in between it. Is there some of that that's going on right now? Well, here's what happens, and it's similar to what you said. You know, if you play something aggressively and you get backdoored three times in a row, you start thinking, well, I need to be a little deeper and do this. And then you flip it around and you get beat a couple times on the initial shot as opposed to a pass, and you think, oh, I need to be more aggressive there. You know what this really means to me isn't Jordan Bennington. It's the fact that the Blues are giving up so many rushes. That's what it means to me, and so many quality chances like that. They've got to limit them, whether it's Huso and Nett, whether it's Bennington, eventually it's going to catch up to Billy Husso as well. I mean, Bennington for the first month or month and a half of the year was phenomenal, like playing way above expectation in terms of advanced metrics. And you kind of get used to seeing that. And then you realize that's not reality. This is a really difficult environment for the goaltenders of St. Louis on occasion. And again, especially a game where you're coming back from break, Jersey's played a bit, this was a this was a game that was ripe for this to happen, and and I think it's just it comes down to everybody on the Blues as much as it does to Jordan on his shoulders. Mike, what do you think's going on with this defense? I, I we've talked about the identity in the past, where the identity of this team looks like speed and puck on stick. They're going to skate it out of the zone rather than make the easy pass out of the zone. But but I saw a graphic last night on post game. The Blues ranked at the bottom of pretty much every category in terms of slot passes, four check chances, rebound chances, quality chances. This defense seems to be giving up way too many opportunities when you got guys like Colton Pareko and Justin Falk and Tori Krug. Yeah, I, I'm, you know, when I see things like this, I actually think it's more on the forwards than the D itself. Because the, the D, their job, and especially when we're talking about zone entries and rushes against, their job is to accept that rush and shut it down. It's really up to the forwards to have great gaps in the neutral zone, to pressure pucks, to not throw away cross-ice passes that allow other teams to play in transition like New Jersey did last night. And you know, I, I, did, I didn't think Krug had a great game last night. He got caught up in the play several times. He didn't look like his normal self in terms of making smarter decisions in terms of when to go up the ice. 
But again, I, I really believe that the onus on quality defense, especially in transition, is on the forwards. Because I think the Blues and zone have been, have been reasonable, but so much of the Blues offense has come from the power play. You know, that's really the flip side of this. I mean, the Blues exit the zone pretty well. It's either power play or transition for them. There hasn't been a lot of extended zone time. So um, there's definitely things to clean up here for the Blues. I mean, they're a good club. They have good skill. But I'm really curious to see how they bounce back from last night's game. Again, it was the first one back from a break after a very long time off. And then they get to play a couple of teams that aren't very good. Okay, Chicago's okay. Fleury's been stealing some games. But then you got Ottawa and Montreal. they got to win these games. they got to get some confidence out of them. He's Mike McKenna, former NHL goalie and now an analyst for the Daily Faceoff. Give him a follow on Twitter as well, at MikeMcKenna56. Mike, we always enjoy our conversations on Fridays, man. Enjoy the game uh, tomorrow night. Enjoy the big one on Sunday as well. We'll talk with you again next week, my friend. Sounds good. Thanks for having me, and uh, I can't wait. Maybe I'll show up tomorrow night. That'd be a good time. I like like watching him play the Blackhawks.